Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. This episode is brought to you by Ballsy, the makers of Ball Wash. Check out their website at ballwash.com and use the promo code PGSports for 15% off. Keep the funk off your junk. Ball Wash. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage Podcast. Our special guest today is YouTuber Flumlo Raps. Flumlo, how's it going? Oh, it's good, bro. Doing pretty good. How's how's the weather down there in Texas? Man, it's still pretty nice. It's cooling off a little bit, but it's not too bad. Yeah, I'm up here in Connecticut in this uh, 30 degree weather right now. Yeah, I was <laughs> in Kansas a, a couple a few weeks ago. Now it's freezing, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Snow so, and so you bundled Almost up. Almost died. <laughs> <laughs> So, you grew up in Mississippi, right? Uh-huh. So, what, what other, uh, besides football, what other sports did you play? I played everything in, in high school. Like, uh, basketball was really my first love. I mean, I was pretty good. I led the team in scoring. Uh, my senior year, I ran track. Um, everything we had available, every sport, I, I did it, and I was pretty good in all of them. For sure. You were just a baller? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how, how'd you get started uh, rapping? Um, I've been rapping since I was a kid. Um, we used to get like, I don't know if you remember, like when you get CDs way back in the day, you, yeah. if you buy like the single, yeah. it'll have the instrumental on there. So me and my brother used to record over that. And then I get up in the middle of the night, I've been writing. I got like these big notebooks at my house full of rap. So I've been doing that for as long as I can remember also, probably since about 11 or 12. For sure, for sure. You just threw it back there with the CDs. Yeah. And uh, how how'd you get your uh, rap rap name Flemla? Well, my um, my granddad used to always. My first name is Carl, and my granddad used to always call me Carlo. Like when I was young, I have no idea why. And then when I went to college, everybody called me Flem, just because uh, I guess my my college coach, you know, he referred to everybody as their last name. You know, you have your name on your helmet with that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody called me Flem, and then. Over time, that turned to phlegm low, and, you know, here we are. Yeah, sure, <laughs> I did the raps on the back of it just to let people know what was up, and, yeah, I rolled with it. Gotcha, gotcha. So, during high school, when did, you, when did you start taking football serious, and was your goal to go D1? Um, I didn't, honestly, didn't start taking football seriously until, man, and I think about it, actually, my senior year. Like, I played, when I was a freshman, like, I started as a freshman, um, on defense, even though it was an offensive, I play receiver, but I was pretty athletic, so they started me a corner. But every year, I quit football when mm-hmm. basketball season would roll around. <laughs> like, I just couldn't keep myself off the court, man. My coach used to be so mad. <laughs> He's like, oh, you have so much talent, but you know, I was, I wanted to play basketball, man. Probably my senior year, I started to, to take it seriously, and I didn't even understand the difference between it, like D1 and mm-hmm. D1 AA back then, because yeah, yeah. nobody went to college from my school, not on a scholarship. You probably went JUCO, if anything. So going to like Alcorn State or Jackson State or Southern, where I ended up going, was like, oh, it's like a fucking huge deal. I'm sorry, I don't know if yeah. person. But yeah, it was no, a huge no. deal. So I thought that was, uh, you know, I was good with that. Yeah, I didn't really understand. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, so that, that's my follow-up question. How did you end up at uh, Southern University? Yeah, I went on, um, you know, I went on visits. All the, uh, are you familiar with the uh, the SWAC, the Southwestern Athletic Conference? Yeah, yeah. So all, I, yeah. All your classic stuff. Um, so pretty much every school in that conference offered me a scholarship. But the thing is, I only sent my tape to those schools. Like, I didn't have, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't even shoot, like, very high. I, just, I sent my tape to those schools again. We went to a small school, and my team wasn't that great. So nobody really saw me. I didn't go to any camps. Yeah. But every team we sent the tape to, they offered a scholarship. I went on visits. And um, 
at the time, Southern was just known for passing the ball more than the other schools. So I went to Southern. Like it was, I didn't even think too hard about it. I was like, it doesn't matter where I go, bro. I'll be, I'll be in the league in a couple years, you know, whatever. Like gotcha. I was that arrogant. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And naive. Gotcha. And then, so you go to Southern, and then you play. How many years did you play there? I played three years. Three years. And then, yeah. so did you, uh, did you end up graduating? No, I didn't end up graduating, man. My senior year, um, like, all through school, man, I was very, uh, what's the word? I'm kind of a, a free spirit, I guess you yeah. would say, yeah. which would explain how I ended up in the, where I'm at now. I guess we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, man, I, I wanted to rap. I was doing all kind of stuff. I'm in plays. I'm just all over the place creatively. And yeah. I never really focused that heavily on football when I was in school. I was a bit of a of a rebel. Yeah. And so I was either always, I was hurt, like I have a little nagging injury, or I was ineligible. And finally, my last year, um, I had gotten up to like, 220 and my coach was like look man we're gonna do an all passing offense uh we're gonna put you a tight end you ain't gotta block all you gotta do <laughs> you know what i'm saying is run routes against these linebackers and safeties i'm killing everybody in practice it's so easy you play receiver you know going against linebackers and, and these safeties but i ended up getting into an altercation with the coach and i got kicked off the team before the season even started and when that happened that was pretty much the beginning of the end i started rapping more and then I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to get a job so I could finance my rap stuff because I had some, uh, you know, a few guys that wanted me to come to Atlanta and do some stuff up there, but I have no money. So I got a little job in sales. And like a month later, I was the manager. Gotcha. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even, even just you telling me, it seems like you just ended up at college, like, and you, you just like ended up there. Like, yeah. I really <laughs> never had any solid plans. Yeah. Like, I think I it kind of that curse of um, I wasn't I was decent at almost everything I tried to do, so I yeah. just arrogantly thought I could just do whatever I wanted to do, and like it was just gonna work out somehow. And I didn't put in I really didn't put in the work in yeah. any one field that yeah. I needed to put in in order to be successful back then. For sure. Now, side question: Now that you're like YouTube famous, has Southern University ever invited you back? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Southern has not invited me back. I, I mean, Southern, like, uh, people who would probably make that happen probably have Go no on. idea who I am. But, like, yeah. my old teammates, man, yeah. my old teammates reach out all the time. Or I actually saw one at the at the museum in Houston recently. And, you know, he's like, oh, man, whenever you want to come, you're free to get in. <laughs> so, yeah. that's, that's good enough for me. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm sure once I see that, if they get a hold of the indie video, then they uh, might invite you back to do the same thing. Yeah, they might. They might. Yeah. It would be dope to go back and uh, yeah. and kind of see how things have, have transformed. I heard it's a lot better now than it was when I was there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, like you were just saying, you weren't really, like, focusing on one thing. So what, what was the turning point? Uh, I know you just said you had the job and stuff. So what was the turning point when you were like, all right, I got to get my shit together and do something and focus on one I, thing? Um, well, I, when I fell into sales, um, like I, said, I ended up managing the store within, like, a month of working there million dollar a month stores big deal i ended up doing that for years like i did it for like four or five years working and saying commission sales and managing and stuff like that and i was making good money but i was miserable bro yeah. like i was so miserable i had started drinking a lot because i was trying to deal with you know just i really wasn't happy and um i used to play Call it, I still play it, but I was playing Call of Duty and I was super garbage in the beginning. So I used to watch YouTube videos to get like tips and stuff. Yeah. And one day, one of the guys that I was watching did a house tour. And he was like, I was like, the house tour? He was like, well, this is all thanks to you guys. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, they, the cat's making a living doing this? Yeah. And like, when I realized that, I started to kind of devise a plan to transition out of sales into YouTube. Your first main channel was just gaming, right? Yeah, it's the same. My main channel now, I just transitioned. I didn't change yeah. the channel. But yeah, it was gotcha. it was gaming. Um, I did mostly, like at the very, very beginning, I was doing, I was vlogging, I was doing, I was rapping. I thought I was going to vlog and rap and yeah. grow my channel, grow my following like that. That was the initial plan. Gotcha. And then um, 
I also like the game a lot, so I figured I could do everything on one channel, just naive, not knowing. But um, I, I went to some old NCAA videos, and I would uh, filter the comments, and I realized that people was coming, like, their most recent comments was like two hours ago. I'm like, bro, this video is... 10 months old this game is five years old i'm like people there's still a market for this mm -hmm. so i started to do ncaa and um i knew i had a unique style because i watched a lot of ncaa stuff and i was like yeah nobody really plays this the way i play it not that i'm so great but it's just a unique a fun i have a fun play style so my first seventy thousand subscribers was yeah. in gaming before i transitioned my channel gotcha so you started in 2015 right yeah, 2015. So how crazy is it that, like, now, like, the gaming aspect is, like, really big now? With, like, Twitch and all this other shit. I mean, well, it was it was big, I think. I think yeah. it was pretty big, man. Like, all the channels that I was kind of seeing who had, uh, who were doing good, they were doing gaming at the time. Not yeah. the game I'm playing, but, like, Madden and stuff and 2K was pretty huge back then. Yeah. They're not as big now because you got games like... And Call of Duty was huge back then, too. Now, yeah. obviously, Fortnite has just taken over <laughs> almost yeah. everything. But, um, yeah, I mean, the gaming aspect, man, I think will always be big yeah. on YouTube and on Twitch yeah. and any other platform that gives, you know, that give gamers a platform to, to showcase what they do. You get to go and chill and watch people do something that you love to do. Yeah. So it's a pretty dope experience. Yeah. I still watch a lot of gaming streams and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it opened my eyes this year when I saw it, when I'm flicking and I see it on ESPN and they're drafting live players for, like, 2K. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is, like, getting serious now. Yeah, I mean, because um, <laughs> what it is, the uh, eSports, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even back then, eSports, they, they were in the Olympics. Like, I remember yeah. Optic Gaming won, like, a gold medal <laughs> for playing Call of Duty. And like maybe 2015, 2016, like around that time I started. And I was like, bro, this is, you know, so dope. You know what I'm saying? And it's just getting bigger and bigger now as people are realizing that, you know, it's a market for it. It's not just a fad. It's not something that's just going to go away. Yeah. So you got more people investing. So it's pretty dope, man. Yeah, I'm going to give me an esports team one of these days. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for real. So... Back to yeah, back to the NCAA. So, so what's so what's the deal with the NCAA 2014 video game? Um, what's the deal? What do you mean? Just like, what's the hype over? Like, I seen like I know I seen oh. you do it, you playing it, but I also seen people in the past just like I know it because I was like the yeah. final one and stuff like that. Okay, here's the hype. <laughs> yeah, this is the last one. It is the last of. I mean, it's just such a great game, bro. It has so much replayability. And um, I get the core. Let's start at the core. The core is the gameplay. The gameplay on there is fun. It's just different. It's much different from Madden. Yeah. Like, Madden tried to get very realistic, but in doing so, they haven't quite nailed it down, so the movement is weird. Kind of feel like, you know, ice skates, stuff like that. NCAA, you don't have that. Also, in NCAA, because of the recruiting pool, there's a never-ending recruiting pool. And so you're constantly bringing players in and players are constantly going out. This keeps you engaged. You can't go sign people in free agency. You can't trade for a good quarterback. Nah, you have to recruit one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you got to be winning your games in order for them to come in. And you got to do a good job recruiting. So it's just the replayability on that game is just so high because of that. Then you got RTG. You got, you know, just so much stuff that stacks up with it. So I mean, it's a, it'll be a cult classic probably forever. Yeah, for sure. So what was what was the first video that you made that like was your breakthrough video? I'd say. <laughs> well, I guess it's different levels of breakthrough video. Yeah. But probably my first video that got more views than I had subscribers was uh, I made a uh, I'm not even proud of this anymore I made a, a Madden sucks video like back in the day <laughs> this was like I made my 10th video it was just like me lashing I was pretty I mean I was angry cause you know NCAA, this was before I even started back doing NCAA yeah. but um, just breaking down the issues I had with the game and I made it completely off memory I hadn't even played the game in like 2 years I made it completely off memory and then when the game the demo came out I played the demo I played one game 
because I just really didn't like Madden. I played one game, I used that as a video, that got over 100,000 views at a time where I had less than 1,000 subscribers. Yeah. So it was, it was a big deal for me. Yeah, for sure. And how did that, like, how did it go viral? I mean, it just, it slowly ate. It didn't yeah. go crazy when I first dropped it, because okay. I dropped it maybe two months before Madden even came out. And then the closer it got to Madden, and then, you know, the game drops, and like a week later, everybody's pissed. That's usually how Madden goes. You hype, 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 yeah, hype, yeah, game yeah. drops, uh, pissed. <laughs> and when that point hit, uh, it started to pick up views. And it, it kind of slowly got views. It wasn't one of those where I woke up in the morning and it was just, it had just eight, you know what I'm saying? But it, it constantly was getting views. And what was happening was I kept posting more content, and some of those guys would filter into my actual regular content and so I would subscribe. So that's kind of how I wanted to do it. It's kind of like just throwing, almost imagine like throwing like a fish hook out and trying to bring in traffic yeah. any way you can to have yeah, yeah, some interest in my other stuff. And it, and it worked out pretty good. Yeah, definitely. And I also think Madden sucks, so. <laughs> <laughs> you agree with me. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> so, so how did you go from 300 subscribers to now, congrats, by the way, on your three? Hundred thousand subscribers. Man, a lot of hard work, bro. And, and I'm planning to. Yeah. Like, like I say, a, a lot of people. You'll hear a lot of YouTubers say, like, I watch every channel update video I can find, every thank you video. I like to watch the stuff to keep people's mindsets, YouTubers' mindsets, and stuff like that, and see if I could get any tips or whatever. But yeah. a lot of people will say that they never planned this. They just kind of started doing. You know what I mean? I was not like that. Like, I knew from day one I was trying to build yeah. something that would take the place of my old job For sure. you know what I'm saying and um, so just a lot of intentional hard work I mean it was times where I was doing uh, when I was doing gaming I was doing three videos a day well two videos and a live stream so yeah. three pieces of content per day I mean I was getting up at like I was still working full time so I'm getting up at like 4 a.m. Um, shooting and editing my videos and then I had to go to work and try to sell people furniture you know what I'm saying and it was it was tough man like I mean a lot of ups and downs and I finally um, when I first went full time I don't know if you remember but you remember the YouTube adpocalypse Uh, okay that was this thing where basically super huge YouTuber like I don't know, tens of millions of subs, maybe something like that. He got into some really bad trouble, and essentially, all the big companies started to pull their ads off of YouTube. This was just like, uh, this is 2018. This was last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, this was last year. Oh, yeah, when they changed everything, when you have to have like yeah. a certain amount of, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When, they did, when they did all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my income, I had just gone full time. I was making just enough to pay my bills. Like, I was still not making as much, yeah. not nearly as much as I was making in sales, but, you know, I, knew I wanted to make the transition, so I went full-time so I could work more. And um, I feel like I could push towards it. And the second I went full-time, like a month later, that happened, and my income got cut by 80%. Mm. So I'm just like, bruh. <laughs> like, I, at this time, granted, I've been working on this while also working a regular job for like over a year, every day. Yeah. I finally built up to go full time and the second I went full time, boom, just pulled the rug out from under me. So I had to drive Uber for like two months to supplement the income. I could have just went and got another sales job easy, but you know, I didn't want to go backwards. Like I, yeah. I believed in what I was doing. So I did that. We we struggled a bit because obviously our lifestyle changed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For some months, it was, it was tough. I had to sell one of my trucks. It was, it was bad. But, you know, stuck with it. Ads came back. And then um, I'm pumping out just three videos a day. Every day I'm doing this. And I realized, okay, I can't do this forever. So I had to come up with a plan to... Uh, the problem with my gaming videos were... While they were doing pretty good, they weren't evergreen. So they would eat for a day or two and stop. Yeah. So I had to keep pumping out three videos every. I'm like, I can't do this forever. You know, I got a new son. Yeah. You feel me? Like this ain't. <laughs> this wasn't the plan. Like I could have just stayed in the sales if I'm gonna be busy all day every day yeah. and never have no time for my family because that was that was the whole point of this. So. I uh, decided, made the tough decision, I took like a week off for the first time ever, and made a tough decision to go to the 
in real life story content. And, uh, you know, a lot of my subscribers was pissed. A lot of them was like, yo, we gonna rock with you with that. Most of them was like, we gonna rock with you no matter what. But even the ones that dipped came back after they saw that the content was actually good. They actually liked the new content just as well, if not better than the old stuff. Because I was already doing stories, man. I had created, I've created so many characters that people still remember. I even wrote like a short book on one of them. I was selling on Amazon. Like, I mean, I've yeah. done everything you could try you know sure. on youtube and it was relatively successful given my size at the time yeah. yeah yeah for sure i respect that and actually yeah i was gonna bring that up later about the book thing because i when i was just searching you before i was just like what is, is this real? i was like is this real I was like there can't be another flumlo raps on amazon nah, that's, that's, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so could you give like people that don't really understand like the perspective of like actually like filming editing and like making graphics because like i think that's one big thing that people like don't see and like i do that stuff too so obviously i respect it yeah yeah so you know (laughs) it's uh it is a process man it's a hell of a process it's my process now is a lot different than it was in gaming when i was doing gaming it was doing one video was much easier than doing one video now but like i said you know i would have to do more videos because that video would just eat constantly because you kind of have built-in content with that Mm -hmm. but but what i'm doing now man i have to i mean it starts out with a few hours of research and typing up a uh, script that's probably i don't know two to five hours that'll take then take another hour to shoot it and then come the hard part where you you sitting there editing yeah. it. i mean because you're trying to tell a story yeah. you know what i mean so you want to give the right graphics at the right time but i do mine i record it where i'm looking at the camera the whole time yeah so i'm like uh you know i have my my outline so I'm kind of going off my outline. So I edit that first. So the first video is me looking at the camera, telling you the story the entire time. Then I go back and overlay it with stats and video clip here or picture here and all of this stuff. It takes a long time, but it's 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 a fun process. It's also a tedious process. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I have a love-hate relationship with editing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's really a love-hate thing, man, because it's like, I was literally sitting in this chair, I'm sitting in now, yesterday, from about 9 until about 4.30, editing the video that I just posted yesterday at like 5, yeah. you know what I mean? I was working on it the whole day, because I've just been busy, so I, didn't, I usually want to finish a day before I upload it, so I could, you know, take my eyes off and then come back and look at it again, because I'm guaranteed to have messed something up. But, you know, I had to get that one out and it didn't seem to be anything crazy. But it's just, it's one of those things where I was not looking forward to having to sit in the chair and edit that video all day. But, man, I had fun making that video. Like, I, I really did. Like, yeah, I'm sure. chopping it up. And it's just, it's such a, a crazy, creative, kind of strenuous process. Yeah. And then you create something that, like, once you once it's finished yeah. and you sit back and watch the finished product and it's just, you know what you put into it. Yeah. But like a lot of people think that you upload a 19 minute video, you know, took you 19 minutes to make it, and it just couldn't be further couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, that's one. That's definitely one of the best feelings. Just like uploading your your content and just like you're done with it, you know, and then sharing it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and then to, for people to actually appreciate it, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Sometimes though, you'll you'll spend that same time. You go through all of that. You'll upload it like this to one million views, yeah. baby. <laughs> Don't yeah. do nothing you <laughs> like man and then other times it's like well i don't think too many people are gonna like this one, but I, I really enjoy making it i want to put uh, it out there boom it goes so uh, it's just it's kind of random so i got a perfect example and transition for that one because we're gonna jump into this last chance you stuff and uh, uh most viewed episode right now is dj law which uh to me was crazy because i had like a lot of people on that are in the ufc mlb nfl and DJ Law, the JUCO player, has the most views right now. How, how wild is that? Yeah. That, that video is uh, it, it's crazy, man. And that was, I didn't realize this until later, but that was my first What Happened To video. Gotcha. And that was before I started doing What Happened To video. I was still just doing gaming at the time. 
So right. I didn't transition with that video. I, I didn't notice it till later, honestly. But yeah, man, I, I guess the intrigue, man, the, the intrigue of what what happened to DJ and that video just kind of it kind of took off and it ate my. Uh, that was the first video I did where somebody else that I know was like. I mean, I don't even know well. Like, it was uh, my brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We pretty cool. But he hit me up. Like, he's a teacher. And he was looking <laughs> for some stuff on DJ Law. He's like, man, I'm looking for this stuff. This highlights on this dude. And your video come up. I'm like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, man, two years ago. I just went to it. Two years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the whole Last Chance You thing is crazy, too, because I've been following it since the beginning. And, uh... <laughs> Like, my boys are telling me about it, and I was just like, oh, whatever, I'll check it out. And then I checked it out, and then I did, like, a Where Are They Now, just, like, blog, and then that, like, blew up, kind of, and I was like, what is going on? Like, I was getting views on it every day, and I was like, what's going on? And then I checked the stats, and it got posted on, like, one of these sites, so, like, whenever someone was looking at it, they were clicking on it, and I was like, like, it still gets views till today, which I'm just like, this is not, like, it's from, like, two years ago, like you were just saying. That's why I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah, that's see, that's the evergreen, baby. Yeah, that's yeah. the evergreen content that that we strive for, man. Yeah. But the, the last chance you think, yeah, it's it's pretty wild, bro. And you know like, what the funniest the thing is? There is insane. Yeah, the funniest thing is, I remember the first season they didn't have like anything really like social media wise. Like there was nah, like fan they had pages. Nothing. And and I was like, now it's like, now this year, this year it's getting serious every year more. And now this year it's like crazy. Really yeah. get it. Because, yeah. like you say, just just like you, I've been covering it since season one. And season three, it's so funny when they first announced, you know, like the summer before, yeah. that season three was going to move to a different school. I did a poll on the channel. And, you know, most cats were like, nah, yeah. EMCC, I don't want to see another school. And I'm like, ah, well, you know, last year you might, it might take a step down. Yeah. Bro, it went yeah. crazy this yeah. year. You know what I'm saying? So you just never know. Um, so, you know, I went out and I met uh, I met the director and uh, Greg Greg yeah. Whiteley mm-hmm. and everything. And um, those guys, like they have, like just their ability to, to storytell. I think yeah. they go last chance. You're gonna be something that's gonna be around for forever, bro. Yeah, like I think they got to do something like bigger because their stuff is like really really good. They're I can't really say they're that, working on time but they are they cook it up yeah right. I can say that they are cooking up man and uh what about who's the most requested player uh that fans tell you to like do a follow up on from last chance you it's different at different times you know what yeah. I'm saying kind of ebbs and flows right after season three the Malik Henry and Bobby Bruce intrigue <laughs> was through yeah. the roof yeah. I mean I probably got like three or four videos on each of those guys at least <laughs> like yeah. that that eight um but overall man i need to do a new one but like after season two i did like who is the most popular player you know what i'm saying i did like a whole poll and let people vote or the most popular characters so i included the coaches and everybody yeah. at the time ronald ali won by yeah. landslide yeah for sure yeah by landslide so he was the most popular one but I want to do it I gotta do it again now that season 3 is done might be my next last chance you video cause it's about that yeah. time <laughs> for sure yeah yeah. Bobby Bruce like blew up just as uh, he did he was the one that I think he was the I guess you'd say kind of new Ronald Ali yeah yeah he got he, you know his story was um, I think it was so relatable for a lot of people yeah like a lot of a lot of cats these young cats can really relate to it so it just really took off and they um you know we went to his house and everything in the uh in the show i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they they gave background and they built they really built his character a lot but my favorite character from season three was was carlos thompson Word. like carlos thompson and uh and calvin jackson the boys was beats like two yeah. receivers oh my god it was cold bro yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure yeah i, I binge watched that like pretty much two days <laughs> Bang hey, real quick. I think I might have watched it in one day. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, of course, I had to make content on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it came didn't out. It? I got up that morning. Like, all right, let's go. Oh, I thought you got it. You didn't get it early? No, I didn't get it early. Like, I, I didn't even know my name was in the credits until I had watched, like, eight episodes or something like that. And one of my subscribers sent me a screenshot on Twitter. Yeah. Because 
my Netflix said of me automatically skipped the credits. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I wasn't even seeing it, dog. And I, I couldn't even believe it, man. But yeah. now I didn't get it yeah, early. Yeah. Hopefully this year I can. Like I didn't um I had spoke to them on Twitter once yeah. before that and then I didn't know they watched all my videos and stuff. I really did not know. Like I knew yeah. they was aware of me. But like when I went out and met him, they was like, Yeah, we watch all his stuff and, da, da, da. and like that last episode, the um where they do like the catch up on EMCC. Yeah. Like I literally have done like before that drop, it was almost like taking all my EMCC videos and putting it into one. But now you got the first hand accounts and you got you know, you get the interviews and everything yeah. like that. So it was pretty dope, bro. Yeah, yeah, I hope I sure. get it early this year though. I'm gonna try. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um what would be really cool, I think, because I know since they film like twenty four seven, I think they could, they could probably come out with like a whole nother like bonus episodes of like each season. They could, they might. Yeah, like, I think they I think they might that. now, just because like the following is is crazy. Yeah, because it's got to be so much stuff on the cutting room yeah. floor. Yeah, <laughs> where yeah, for sure. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, they definitely should do that. Yeah, even if it was just like the player like a player or just like highlight a player that they didn't highlight because i've seen like a, a couple of guys just like tweet out like oh i got interviewed like a million times but like none even came out yeah exactly hey that's crazy i talked to a bunch of dudes like that who they went they did the interview because you, you never know what's gonna make it man yeah. that's why i keep telling people bro like um they didn't um i wanted them to i, I was hoping they was gonna interview me they didn't really do like an interview interview yeah. but they uh they film me. They just film me like at the game. I guess they do overlay or whatever. But I'm like, man, I'm hoping that shit actually is in the show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, that's gonna be that's one of those moments where it's like a check mark. <laughs> yeah, like that's like a full. That'd be a full circle moment where because like a lot of things happen and you don't really you don't really bask in it. But looking at this DJ Law video, bro, yeah. if I were to go from this DJ Law video to in the show, I might lose my mind. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And how about, how about this question? Was was CJ Revis the first last chance you player that was actually like featured on the show, not like Chad Kelly, like yeah. to make the fifty three man roster? I think so. Like yeah. as far as I know, yes. That got that gonna be in your video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've covered. I said that in um like when I do my this week and last chance you yeah. like the news one. I I've said it in the video. I think, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. But um, I, I believe so, man. Oh, yeah. least, oh, man. So, CJ, he doing his thing. Yeah, for sure. He made the roster. They, and they, I can tell they really, um, they really respect what he's doing. Because, like, for them to promote him on mm-hmm. his birthday yeah. and shout that part of it out in, yeah. the, in the thing on Twitter, I was like, oh, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. That's super yeah, dope. Definitely. I remember uh, just seeing, like, when I was doing research, I was like, oh, like, because I didn't really know about, the, like, the Juco thing and all that. And, you know, and I was like, oh, he went to Virginia Tech. I was like, he got to be, like, pretty good. Yeah. But, I mean, then, obviously, once everyone else came out, then you saw the schools they went to, and then you were like, all right, everybody, everybody was a star. Yeah, pretty much everybody <laughs> that they follow is a, is a D1 bounce back. Yeah. So they used to do one. They'll do one every year. Like, I think the first year was uh, was Wyatt. Remember Wyatt yeah, yeah, from uh, yeah. EMCC? He yeah. wasn't a D. He went straight to Juco. Yeah, and uh, this year was, uh, uh, was I think, Kerry yeah, yeah, was his yeah. name. And then VJ, so VJ in season two. Who's just a legit, legit Juco yeah. that they'll follow. Everybody else's bounce bags. Yeah, yeah, the v- VJ's was the season two one. Yeah, and VJ's season two. And he's back yeah. there now. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. He went back, um, and he was, he was playing baseball uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the minors. So I was hoping he was going to make it up from there. Then he ended up going back to EMCC, so I'm really not 100% sure. Yeah, What's got, going on with that? He got options. Yes, he does have options. <laughs> so, what was it like going out to Indy? Man, it was dope, bro. Um, it was a lot cooler than I thought it would be. Yeah. Just because... Kansas? Like, a lot of the... Uh, yeah, I was like, hey, <laughs> Kansas, you know? But, man, the, the little town is so dope. Like, it really is. Like, it's like the friendliest people that you ever gonna meet. Yeah. A lot of them was, was fans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... That was kind of cool. Felt like a, a mini celebrity out there. Um, and then, like I say, I met, man, dude, I got out the car. It's a 10-hour drive. Yeah. I get out the car, walk into the hotel, and I see, like, two guys, you know, 
black coats. You know what I'm saying? It ain't some little raps. And they come over and it's uh it's two of the guys that work for Netflix that's out there filming. Just just boom. Like I literally just got here. Then I go to my room and they got stuff like laid out, you know, some swag up there and hoodies, stuff like that. I was like, Man, this is pretty dope, bro. Yeah, yeah, pretty dope. Yeah, that was a cool experience. And what was it? What was it like back uh, jumping in the booth with uh, Fatal? Because that song was that song was fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, jumping booth with Fatal was was cool, bro. It was like I told man, I told people this, bro. When the show aired, I was like, that dude right there is going to uh, like he gonna do something, bro, because he's so hungry and he yeah. just loves creating. Like I could just tell, he was so happy just to get his to get his song on there and like the way he pushed. I told him that he didn't really, I don't think he understood, like, understand what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, you a go-getter. Like, you gonna make this shit happen. The second day I was there, I ran into Fatal. He, <laughs> oh, man, you know, we getting the booth. And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe we'll see. I, the next day I see him again. I was like, play you this beat. <laughs> the next day, like, he was so goddamn persistent. And, like, eventually, I see him every day I was there. And eventually I'm like, all right, man. I think it was, like, the last night. I'm like, man, let me go holler Fatal. We go in there, this dude sleep downstairs. It was, a weird, it was weird. Like, it was a weird environment until we got up into the studio. I was like, yeah, I felt right at home, man. It's like, it's pretty dope. He slapped together a beat, slapped together a hook. Like, that dude is, I don't know, man. I think Fatal gonna do something, bro. Yeah, for sure. That beat is sick. That beat that you guys got on? That beat fired up. <laughs> it really is. Like, do you want to do something like that at East Mississippi? Or do you think it's, like, outdated now? No, I would be down. Yeah. You know? It was just, it was one of them things. The, the president reached out to me. Yeah. And invited me out. I mean, so if they did the same thing at EMCC, uh, yeah, I'm I'm there. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to, uh, I'm actually going to, uh, back out to L.A. early next year to, uh, Greg invited, the director invited me out there. Yeah. To uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to go through there, give me a quick tour while they doing like post, yeah. the uh, the post work, editing and stuff like that. So, but go do that. And yeah, any if you invite me out, I'm coming. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, that's dope. The experience and you know, it's great content. It's like there's no negatives to it. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna be there. Have you ever been on the campus of East Mississippi? Because I know you're from Mississippi. Nah, I've never. I never even heard of East Mississippi Community College. <laughs> even before the show? Before last chance, you never heard of it. It's so many JUCOs, man. Yeah. The JUCOs close to me are like Hines Community College, Itawamba. Yeah. There's a couple other ones. It's like four that I'm, I was familiar with before the show. I had never heard of East Mississippi. <laughs> That's funny. I saw uh, Wally reach out to you a couple days ago. And uh, so I don't know, what, what was that like? And uh, had... had has any crazy. other celebrities reached out to you? Uh, that was crazy, man. And it's, it's funny. I literally just, because he tweeted something else, to, like, yesterday. Yeah. I just saw it, like, right before this. Um, you know, just saying, if you're a football fan, check out my stuff. And, man, that was that was another surreal moment just because it's different. It's like a different, that's a different arena. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, bro, like, while he's watching my shit like he's yeah. uh he's like yeah he's been watching it every day since he uh since he stumbled across my channel and so oh uh, yeah that's uh that was one of those that kind of threw me for a loop i was like man that's that's pretty insane other than that everybody else were like and they were all dope but like when last year you hit me up it was dope um um god damn it uh, braxton miller hit me up when I did a video on him a while back. That's funny because Braxton Miller just like added me one day randomly at like 3 a.m. on LinkedIn. I was like, what the, what's <laughs> <Yeah>. going on? <laughs> hey, what's going on here? <laughs> hey, that's what's up, man. You out here keys, bro. So, man, it's just been, it was mostly like, you know, a few football players yeah. for the most part. But that was the first one from like the music world. Has anybody? So how about has anybody? Has any of the football players ever hit you up and, and been like, "Yo, bro, why why'd you do that video on me? Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like anyone got I mad got, at you? <laughs> I got a, uh, I got like a letter, an uh, email from one. I'm not gonna say the name. I yeah. got an email from representation of one of the players who I did. 
And, um, yeah, but I was like, it's nothing illegal here. And yeah. it's like, I didn't, none of my videos, I never represent the person in, like, a negative yeah, light. Yeah, yeah. So I really didn't understand, like, why they was coming at me with that. I'm like, look, man, if something in here is not exactly the way I have, I'm not making anything up. Like, everything that I get is, is coming from a report yeah. that I found, and then I might give my opinion on it. Yeah, like, sure. I always spin it. I spin it in a positive light. And, like, I watch that, because uh, that's just how I look at stuff, like, from a realistic standpoint. I don't think, you know, everybody is just, they're humans. Like, people think because you're rich and you're an yeah. athlete that all of a sudden you're, like, can't make a mistake or you can't suffer from addiction or you can't, you know, this, this, this. Yeah, I've gotten one email that was, like, you need to take this video down. I didn't take the video down. And nothing, nothing ever came of it, but... Yeah, it did happen once. Savage. What <laughs> what advice would you give uh, other inspiring YouTubers? Like, if you if you're trying to grow, like what you need to do is you have to find a niche. Yep. Based on, you know, ideally you want it to be based on something that you're naturally interested in, and then niche down even more something that you're naturally good at. Like, I'm a very I'm real analytical, like I'm, I'm a creative, but I'm also very analytical and I'm very empathetic just by nature. Yeah. So it works well with the style of video that I do because I can put myself in a person's shoes and see how they might have made this mistake or why they may have made this decision. You know, and I'll give a, I'll usually give like two or three opinions on this is probably what prompted this. You know what I'm saying? And when you watch the video, usually you're like, yeah, that. That would make sense of an add up. So I, I tell people, that's pretty much what I try to tell people. Like, people say, yo, I want to make a make football videos. I'm like, well, if you look at football videos, like right now, from like in real life content, like not, not talking about gaming, but just like the in real life football content, um, some of the top channels, me and three, three guys that I've met recently, um, we all super cool now, but that's uh, KTO. Uh, got in five points and urinating tree and me we all do football content but our content is so different like it's yeah. so different bro like if you watch it cause all of our personalities are different yeah. you know what I'm saying so you get a different thing we can almost make the same video and it'd be different you yeah. know what I'm saying exactly, yeah. so just leaning into your niche and kind of cornering your side of Inside of the market, and some people gonna rock with it. Some people gonna cross over, and some people gonna only mess with you, and some people ain't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you just have to do that, stay consistent. You really have to commit to it, man. Like it's it's tough. It's a lot tougher than cats realize because there's so many hours and so much preparation work that go into it before the video drop. Yeah. You know, for me, it kind of helped because I had done the gaming stuff already, so I had. Yeah. Seventy thousand subscribers when I started doing what I'm doing now, so I did have an audience. But like to put in all that work and to drop it, like for these videos to drop that and get and not get any views, really, it's gonna be tough. But you know, you just gotta commit to it, man, and understand that it's gonna probably take a long time. Like I came in with a three year plan. Like yeah. I assumed it was gonna take me three years to get where I wanted to be. So if you had that kind of mindset, you'd be alright. Yeah, for sure. The, the one thing I always tell people is just, like, consistency is key. Facts. 100% <laughs> facts, man. You ready uh, You ready for some fun questions? Yeah, let's do it. So, I know, so do a lot of people recognize you, and what, what's what been the craziest time that, like, somebody ran up on you? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, people, a lot of people starting to recognize me. The craziest time... Probably the craziest time um, I was in Dallas yeah. with uh, with uh, my boy KTO, and we got he called the Uber. We get this random Uber, and the guy's a little uh, I don't know, he's having a bad day. He's not in a great mood. I asked him if I could film in a car. He's like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, bro, for sure. I'm still filming. I'm just filming myself, though, not filming <laughs> him. So he, um, me and KTO, we just talking. It's, it's weird because he's working, KTO's was working on a thumbnail of a video that he dropped like that day that went on to get like, I don't know, three million views or something crazy. Like it's just a, a wild thing. But anyway, we're talking yeah. about the thumbnail and the guy recognizes my voice and he turns around. He's like, hey, man, I, I, you know, I know who you are. You know, he turned around and recognized me. 
in in that situation and his whole mood changes. He becomes the coolest guy, yeah. you know what I'm saying, on the planet. So that was a that was pretty cool. And um, you know, people recognize me like in the mall and stuff. Like if I go like out here in Walmart or something like that. Another odd time was like when I first moved up here, you know, I'm moving, so I'm super tired. It's like eleven o'clock or something like that at night. I had to run to Walmart for something simple. And uh a guy recognized me at Walmart, bro, and I was so fucking exhausted. Like I could I could barely put on like your flimmer face at the moment. But like that's one that I, I remember because I was like, ah oh, man, I might have been uh I wasn't in the greatest mood at the moment, but yeah, man, it, it's cool. Yeah. People starting to start to recognize me a lot. I'm starting to get more used to it. Yeah. It's just very awkward at first. It's just so weird because you just don't yeah. think people will see you or know who you are because I'm a lot bigger than people think in person. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They, they figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, even uh, I mean, even when you said it and I saw you and I was like, oh shit, he's he's taller than I thought he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how about how about this one? This might be a tough one. Could you could you give me your top five favorite rappers or artists? Okay, top five favorite rappers. Uh, my favorite rapper of all time is is Wayne, Lil Wayne, yeah. Weezy, Don't You, whatever you want to call him. Not Don't You. <laughs> I like. <laughs> um, so that's number one easily. The next four might not be in any particular order, but um, let's see. So Cole is in my top. J Cole is in my top five. I'm a huge J Cole fan. I'm a huge Eminem fan. I've been a huge Eminem fan since uh, Slim Shady LP. Um, the favorite. And I hate, see, I almost hate naming some of these guys because they've gotten so big. Mm. But I was fans of these guys um, in Mississippi where they were not popular at all when I was super young. They've all grown now. But um, back then, it was not cool to be fans of a lot of these people. Like, But anyway. Yeah, so it's Wayne, M, J, Cole. Well, Jay Z, J. Cole. And that fourth spot is tough. That fourth spot is tough, man. There's so many rappers I like, but who would I want to put in that last spot? Uh God damn it. I really don't know. I don't know who I would slide up into that last spot, man. I'ma throw um uh, I'll throw T I in there. For now, because he's coming to the top of my head. He's my top ten favorite, but I'm gonna put him in the fifth spot for now. All right, we'll take that. How about three three goals for 2019 and or any new projects? Okay, three goals for 2019. I just I guess my main goal is to I want to follow every uh, kind of every whim that I have. Like I want to go all out with it, kind of like the opposite of of college. It's like in college, I never, I didn't finish anything. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, I got my, my main YouTube channel popping. I want to get my uh, my blog channel up to, in 2019, I probably want to get that channel up about 50,000 subscribers. It's got like 10,000 right now, which is it's great. Like it's more, it's doing better than I thought it's going to do, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. I don't really have a number goal for the main channel. I just want to keep making good content and, to the best of my ability and try to feed my core and then everybody else who comes in a lot of them just kind of integrate into my fan base now like I'm not reaching as much as I used to just for like for numbers um as far as new projects man I got a lot of stuff I'm uh I just wrote a uh a short film and me and my boy I got a boy that run like a small media company so he's gonna we gonna shoot that in January I'm working on a mixtape with uh we haven't announced it yet so I still can't say dude's name but um a, a rapper I mean he's got like distribution <laughs> deal we, yeah. we're gonna do a uh, a short mixtape I'm actually that's literally what I'm got what I gotta do today I gotta record two of the uh two of my verses or re-record them and send them to him um I got that and then of course there's my my main stuff oh my gaming channel I I got my gaming channel back popping like I started a different channel for gaming so I'm still doing NCAA over there for my core base so I want to get that consistent and just keep like I said just keep my main channel consistent and keep slowly leveling up my content and not um I just want to stay focused man trying to stay focused on my on my core my core base I think that's the most important thing because I 
I got lost at one point in 2018. I started reaching for everybody, yeah. and my my content went down for a while, for like a, a couple months. You know, yeah. I'm trying to please too many people instead of just pleasing my base. Yeah, that's what sometimes I just am like, you know, I'm just gonna keep on doing this, and this is what I want to do, so I'm gonna drop that, drop that, drop that, whatever. Yeah. And other than that, man, just growth, like yeah. constant growth, man. Yeah, for sure. Just trying to trying to get better as a as a person. Yeah. Last one. We got last chance you, and we got QB one. Like, what other football series would you want to see, or maybe in another sport? Well, I definitely want to see more basketball stuff. Yeah. I want to see more boxing stuff. Like, I love you know, like stories and boxing are yeah. just crazy. It's just like timeless. You know what I'm saying? So if we got like a, a series like that, I mean, we have a few. There's a few actually, but one that really took off in popularity and boxing, you know, that would be great. Um, I would watch. I would watch any of them. I would like to see one of like an indie rapper yeah. who's kind of touring on his own and, you know, kind of bootstrapping his career along. Yeah, I would love sure. to see that. Maybe a few actually, you know, give me like three so yeah. you can follow all his stories. Yeah. I would love to see that. So yeah, that was a few that I would like to see. You know, you know the rapper Russ. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Similar to how Russ. Yeah, how Russ I, I would want to see. Like if we had yeah. a documentary on. Yeah, before. Seeing that. Yeah, that would have been dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one, that one would have been dope because I listened to his uh pot, or his interview on Breakfast Club and he was just telling the telling like them how he to- he was like some days I was just like in front of like a hundred people and the next day I was in front of fifty thousand. Yeah, like, I, watch, I watched that interview. Yeah. I watched. Most Breakfast Club interviews. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was a really good interview. Yeah. All right, well, I appreciate you coming on. And where could they find you on social media and your YouTube channels? Um, Just Flimlo Raps everywhere. Flimlo Raps on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Google them. <laughs> yeah, just Google it and you'll find all my stuff. All right, well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, already, bro. This episode is brought to you by Ballsy, the makers of Ball Wash. Check out their site for high-quality, below-the-belt products at BallWash.com. Don't forget to use the promo code PGSports for 15% off. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 